0: You know, when you're working the night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk (laughs) or delirious? I'm Emily and I'm Hannah, and you're listening to Drunk or Delirious,
1: a night shift podcast. So Hina started her new contract this week. How has it been going? It's so good. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm really
0: excited. Um, Yay. Yeah. I just feel like all the positive vibes. Um, com- it couldn't be more drastically different than my experience in Harlem already. And I've only been there like a day. Um, but, yeah, I just felt like um, everyone who I met on the unit was already really nice. Um, the unit is brand new. It's one week old. They just moved and opened Oh my God. That's amazing. State of the art. Yeah. Oh my God. It is, it is the prettiest NICU I've ever seen in my life. Um, prettiest hospital really. I mean, I went, I took a t- whole tour of the whole hospital and like the labor and delivery unit is like, I'm trying to have my baby in West Virginia now because it is like, serene and there's like flowers and it smells good like when does a hospital ever smell good what oh my god and each each like pediatric floor has a different animal and ours is a deer and there's just like little beautiful pictures of these cute little deers everywhere deers um deer everywhere and they're precious and It's just like state-of-the-art equipment and like just tons of space. It's all private rooms and tons of like um, counter space for us to work and everything. Um, And like I feel like I got a really good tour, really good orientation. Mm -hmm. But like without doing all the unnecessary stuff, like I can't tell you how many orientations I've been on. Where they make you put in an adult Foley or some, or like not in a real person, but you know, like on a mannequin or whatever. Or like it's all towards like adult nursing. And I'm like, I'm a NICU nurse. This is stupid, but I go through it anyway. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I went straight to the NICU. I didn't have to do any of the bullshit. Um, and it was just great. Like I'm just feeling really positive about it. Um, and I've heard like a lot of their travelers stay and have really good experiences. So I'm already just like – I'm happy. I'm just feeling really mm-hmm. like relieved and like an hour and a half drive from Pittsburgh is not even bad.
1: Yeah, compared to like you were doing five, like you're like, this is nothing.
0: It's lovely. Like it's perfect. It's like I can listen to a whole podcast in an hour and a half and yeah, um, it's whatever. I mean, I'm not going to do it every single time, but yeah, and then I have like a little room to stay at when I need it, but I'm definitely not going to like lean too hard on it. It's just kind of – there um so I'm not like dying on the way home especially after night shift
1: but yeah yeah yeah, definitely like in between shifts um like nights you'd for sure want a place to crash yeah yeah, yeah that sounds like super ideal yeah <sighs> yay I'm excited oh my god! and a lot of their babies are
0: like I mean it's a level four so they have everything but compared to like chop where I just was it was all just like such big babies mm-hmm. at least where I was like the unit the side that I was on so and they I just was looking around and I was like seeing little tinies and boxes and stuff and I was just like
1: yay yes! <laughs> that's like the best oh my gosh so you yeah
0: I'm happy happy to yay. get back to it so
1: ah, uh, but like a weight <laughs> off your shoulder from your last experience you're like great like this is a redo like I mean need- yeah Yeah. Mm -mm. Reset this experience. Goodbye.
0: Not worth putting myself through like torture when it's the same pay. Yeah. You know, it's just – and the rent in New York would have been, uh, I mean, maybe double if I was lucky when I'm paying in West Virginia. (laughs) If I got to the place by myself, like I'm paying 800 for the room there, but like – I can't even imagine finding something for sixteen hundred. In oh yeah, at least two grand and up. So yeah, I'm gonna save more, and I I like being close to home and being able to see Eric a lot more. And yeah, it'll be good.
1: Yay! Okay, I'm so glad. I'm so happy (laughs) for you. Yeah, thank you. What's new with you? Basically, like the JCO for like surgery centers came, um, and they have to make sure that everything is running the way it's supposed to be before we can get like our actual license and open up as a center. So, um, they came and they just like get to show up whenever they want. So they came on Wednesday. Um, and we actually did really well. And she said the next day, like gave us a little debrief and was like, you guys are like the top 1% of centers that we've ever, um, but oh I've God. ever surveyed and she surveys like 50 a year and has been doing this for a long time. And I was like, we were like, Oh my God, like that's <laughs> awesome. been working so hard to make sure everything's perfect and that we like make sure all of the processes that we have, like make sense and all of our policies and location of everything and just all of it. So it was really nice to hear, hear that honestly. So that's great.
0: Yeah, I think the last thing you told me about that was that they could come at any time, and you were glad mm. that they didn't come on one day because everything was kind oh, because of fine. I was it
1: was a show and a half, yeah. But um, that's awesome. everything went great, and it will be like a couple more weeks, I think, until we get our like official license and like go ahead to like fully open, but um, yeah, we're on that trend so. My life's about hey. to get like way busier again, oh my God. on top of what it already is. So it's I'm fine. How do you that?
0: <laughs> it's crazy.
1: It's Aww. fine. And then yeah, like school is, <clears throat> it's good. Um, I was like a little overwhelmed by the amount of reading that they assigned us. Yeah. Uh, like, one class was three chapters, which was like that's doable. The other class was eight. Um, of like biochemistry chapter, so it's Ooh, not like
0: sounds like boring.
1: It's not like that the other class is like my principles of functional medicine, like it's I don't know, it's just a lot easier to read about that and like understand like a ass- set like functional assessment with a patient and stuff like that versus like dense as fuck biochemistry, yeah, yeah don't get me wrong, like I love um I love science. Like, yeah,
0: that's like my favorite thing to learn, but I'm not, I've never been a read. Like, no, I like to read my own books and stuff like that, but I'm not like
1: a I, textbook reader. I never read.
0: I, I never read. read. Even in nursing school, I was like, no. no, it
1: was like if I needed to like look something up. <laughs> yeah. Then sure, like more reference on it. And that's kind of like, What I think I'm going to do with this class is I'm going to listen to her lectures and then I'm going to like supplement with the textbook because there's not a fucking chance that I'm going to read eight chapters and actually one, be able to get through that every week and two, like remember or like, you know, really ingest what I'm reading. So not going to happen.
0: That's, yeah, that's overwhelming for sure. But I'm sure like- like, "Mm -hmm." Yeah, you'll kind of get a feel for, like, the teachers and mm-hmm. and see what the vibe is and get a swing in a swing of things of, like, what you actually need to do, I guess.
1: Yeah. And, like, I didn't really read those this week. I, like, started and was like, no. It's impossible. Like, no, I will not be doing that. And then I, <laughs> I listened to her lectures and was able to, like, do the assignments from that. So I think that will be sufficient. Yeah, for sure. And when we get to like maybe more in-depth stuff, like we're learning about um, like vitamins and minerals and like how they support different processes in the body and like that's super interesting um, to me. So maybe I'll read like those more so, but like – Yeah. Holy hell.
0: You (laughs) have to pick and choose because it's not like you have all your focus on one class and you're working full-time and you have life. So right. All of it's that. just, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I guess that's grad school. That's what I've heard about, like, any grad school program. It's just reading and papers. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. exciting, though, that you're starting. It's yeah. It's yeah, awesome. it's
1: great. It's great. Um, Moving I look into forward- the right direction. Yeah, totally. I look forward to my future classes as well. But, um, yeah. This week, guys, we have a special guest, um, someone that we met at TravCon and um, is another amazing nursepreneur. She found her own company for
0: nurses to find furnished housing, and there are a few options out there. Um, Furnished Finder is probably the most popular one, Um, but... Nurses B&B is what she created and it has a few differences from Furnished Finder and most importantly, it's nurse founded and nurse owned.
1: Her story is really inspiring and she is from Jamaica and moved to the US and then realized like she had this other calling and has been able to create this business that is successful and it's really amazing um, like to, for just like a nurse to be able to like dive into like one like the tech world and figure out like how to make an app, but then also to like make an entire business is like mind like not that a nurse can't do that, but like it's just like so drastically different than what they were doing Absolutely. previously. So it's really cool, um, to see what she's done, and um, yeah, her name's Keisha, and we had so much fun talking with her, and. Yeah. Uh, Hope Here's you guys the enjoy the conversation. <laughs> yeah.
2: Here's
0: the episode. Guys. Yay! Welcome to the show, Keisha. Awesome.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Hannah and Emily. Of course. I'm yes. so happy to be here, and I'm so happy that you came around to our booth. Yes. Introduce yourselves, and here we are today. Here we are. Awesome.
1: I know we like we were talking to Lumify across the way, and then we turned yes. around, and I was like. Nurse b and like, what is that? And, and then we were like, we have to go talk to
0: her. <laughs> yeah, and us nurses, yeah. like travel nurses, we need all the housing options we can get. So we were super excited to hear about, yeah, what you've created.
2: Yeah, we've been around
0: for like
2: two years. Okay. And um, two years, right. And we were at the conference last year and Mm -hmm. so this year is our second year and I must tell you that um TravCon they were saying that this year was like the biggest largest crowd that they have ever had in all of their conference years
1: yeah that's what um (laughs) the MedVenture people were saying too that there was like 1800 people Mm -hmm. at the conference so um that's incredible and that yes. everyone got to see what you do. Um, <clears throat> we yeah. usually we usually start by just having you introduce yourself and like, what's your nursing background? And yeah, just where are you yourself. from? Yeah, yeah all any, any fun facts you want to tell us
0: about oh, you. Sure.
2: So my I started nursing way back. I've been a nurse for over fourteen years, going fifteen years, and. Uh, It all started when I initially, I didn't want to be a nurse, I must tell you that, because I was so scared of the hospitals. But then I was working in finance for about quite a few years. And then I um, got laid off. I said, you know what, I'm going to do nursing. And it just fits into everything. Because when I was younger, I used to take care of my sister, who was asthmatic. And when I became a nurse, I realized that when everybody's scared of like respiratory patients i don't mind them i know how to get them comfortable and calm and don't you know stress and exacerbate their shortness of breath so i went to nursing school back in jamaica and i um i started out and when i started out i ended up having to stop after my first year i completed my first year And then I had to stop because my mother, she got sick and I had to go and take care of her. So I told the HOD that I'll just take a year off and come back. And I went and I took care of my mom and she got better. And after a year, I went back to school When I went back to school the program had upgraded so instead of going to my second year I had to start over, find all the money to pay to get back into the program. And you know, I I did my best and I luckily I got I, I had to fight it through first year. In my second year I got a scholarship for the because it was a three year program, I got a scholarship for second year and third year and sad enough like nursing school was the worst of my life my my mom passed away when i was oh. about to go into third year oh, you so know, and it was really rough it was one of the roughest time of my life but i made it and then after she passed away then five months after that still in nursing school uh, my dad passed away oh. and uh, it was, it was rougher. I, I don't know how I made it through but I did. And after all of those incidents, I ended up still, well, I got, I was still on honor roll. And uh, graduation, <laughs> they gave me uh, an award for resilience because trust me, um, I'm speaking to you. I don't know how I made it through. Oh. And then a year after that, I became an ICU nurse. I went back to school and because in Jamaica, you have to be trained officially to be an ICU nurse. So it was, yeah, almost a year of training, going to school. And after that, that's when I migrated because there were international traveling agencies recruiting (laughs) to come to the U.S. And it was a good opportunity for me. So when I came, I worked florida illinois and uh, some other states and then i was free to work just about with anyone and i did also did local travel nursing and that's when you know i came upon all these stumbling blocks that you know is so unique to the traveling healthcare industry that if you're not a traveler you don't understand
1: yeah you know
2: Mm -hmm. and uh, so happened that that may I think it was May in 2019, I saw my colleague who was working the night shift with me, he was a male nurse, and he couldn't find a place to stay, and he ended up sleeping in his car. And I was so heartbroken about the whole situation. <laughs> I, he stopped in his car for two nights, and by the third night, he quit the assignment. And oh, my gosh. he just rested on me. And that's why I created Nurses BMP. After everything that happened, that was the breaking point that I said, no, I have to do something about this. This is not fair. We sacrifice so much for our patients. And nobody is willing to just change the check-in time for him to check in in the morning instead of like at 2 p.m. check-in time because he's working night. And that's how Nurses B &B came along. And we are here to stay and we are
0: doing things a bit differently. (sighs) That that. is amazing. I mean, that's really terrible that that people had to go through things like that. But that's amazing that you thought of a solution to, I mean, there's been so many issues with housing for traveling healthcare professionals. And yeah, I mean, no one should be sleeping in their car, but especially yeah, like a homeless
2: providers. person.
1: Yeah. That's terrible. That yeah, that's like so horrifying. Oh my gosh. And to like have to quit a contract over that as well. Yes. Um. yes that
2: was the worst part.
1: So can you tell us what
0: is Nurses BNB giving a little overview to our listeners who don't know what it okay. is?
2: So Nurses BNB it's a healthcare booking platform that We've, we um, we function in the USA and Canada, and also in remote areas. We help traveling healthcare professional who wants to avoid the hassle of finding safe, affordable housing. We help them to book online. We help them with, um, it's an all-in-one platform that keeps everything on the platform to keep the healthcare professional safe. We, we are we are aware of the scams, and because of that, we have created a solution that not only takes into consideration the homeowner, but also the healthcare traveler, right? Um, We use a lot of technology on our platform to ensure that we keep the community safe, and we have also gone as far as to patent some of those technologies to ensure that we are the only ones that have it. Um, Another thing that is unique about us is that we collect all payments on the platform, right? Well, you're going to say, yeah, Airbnb does that, but it's not like that. (laughs) We, we We prorate the payments because sometimes a traveler assignment may get canceled. And we wouldn't want somebody to pay for three months and then their assignment gets canceled in the first month. We also have RV parking sites. So RV people who have RV hookups and RV spaces, they can list on our platform to help the healthcare professional who have become so fed up of finding housing. They have gone and bought a RV. They can now. Come to our platform and look for those RV parking sites
0: and book it. That's awesome. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, we had um, one of my friends come on the podcast who travels with her husband and they live in an RV. Um, yeah. And so I'm definitely going to have to tell them about Nurses B&B because yes, that would make absolutely. it a lot easier for them to find spots. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
2: And um, one other thing that we promote also is that you know for years we as travelers we know about the problem and now we can be a part of the solution by partnering with nurses BNB, because a lot of time what we hear from nurses is that they would rent out their houses when they're traveling but they don't want any and everyone to come to their place right, mm-hmm, right. but when you list it on nurses BNB, you're sure that only an on a healthcare professional can book. Anybody can list their property, but only a healthcare professional can book on our platform.
1: Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that's, like, obviously different than Airbnb and, like, Furnished Finder as well. Yes. Um, so, like, specifically a healthcare-only platform, which is really, really great. Like, yeah. I know I would feel more comfortable having a travel, traveling healthcare Worker rent out my own home yes, um yes then just yeah some random like you know that i don't know we just i feel like i have a little more trust in yeah. the, yes, in the I know. profession right
0: yes
1: i
2: know i get it all the time
1: how did you like even begin to get this going like that just starting a business from <laughs> scratch like that's so wild to oh me. oh my
2: gosh all right, let me go back to
1: 2019.
2: <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> so what happened? I I think I was listening to a program when I sat there. And, you know, it was like a few weeks before we had the incident with the guy. And I sat there and I said, you know what? I just want to have a big idea to do something. Good. I mm-hmm. was just talking out loud. That was a Thursday. And the Saturday I went to work the night when I was coming home in the morning, I went to the gas station to get some gas. And I sat there in the car, minding my own business. And then, you know, like your brain is talking to you. You ever had that moment? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, really? And it's like this. Voice, since I was saying, you know, I, you remember that guy that couldn't find a house? This is what you're going to do. And it, it, the voice started laying out everything, like line by line, what I am supposed to do. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I started doing my research. It took a lot of research, I can tell you, because when I tried to Google it, Google didn't understand what I was asking and google kept on giving me back all of these strange you know what it thought i was saying and i had to use a whole lot of different platform until um i put the pieces of the puzzle together and part of the initial platform that we had part of it i did it myself and part of it i outsourced to people to get done and you know i didn't have much experience then so what happened is that when, when I outsourced it, I did not check the work before <laughs> sure. I paid them, right? Yeah. And then when I got this big PR around it and it went viral and people come on and they were saying, oh, I can't book, I'm, I'm like, what is wrong? And I sat down, I sat down for days and nights right where I'm sitting right now, right at this step. And I went through all of the, the, the platform had 63 pages with code. And I went through every page line by line, trying to find out what was wrong. Some of the things I understood zero, but I was touching and, tinkering and just to find out what was wrong, why people can't move. And I would sit here. Sometimes my kitchen is over there. right? I'm looking at the window. I would see the sun coming up. Oh, my gosh. gosh. I would sit here and see the sun coming up. That is dedication right there. (laughs) And then I would, um, sometimes I would hear my husband's alarm clock goes off and I would jump in the bed like I was in the bed all night. Oh my because god. he was getting a bit worried because i was just sitting all night all day trying to figure out and sometimes he would just pass and sigh and say are you okay so i didn't want him to worry so when i heard the alarm clock went off i would just jump in the bed and pretend like i'm <laughs> <so
0: pain. laughs> oh
2: my god so i eventually found out what was wrong and i fixed it right but I'm just saying that to show that when you give somebody work to do, you must when you delegate, you must always go back and check and verify. Don't take anybody's word for it. Sure. Well in nursing that's how it goes and also in business.
0: And I think it's so important that it's been created by a healthcare professional. I mean exactly. the fact that, you know, we we look out for each other and support each other and um yeah, I think that's Amazing, and I I can't yeah. imagine what it must have been like coming from a nursing background, <laughs> jumping into something business and tech. I mean, that that must have been really difficult I because I wouldn't even know like where to start. I guess Wait. I would start with googling too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my boyfriend owns a condo in Seattle that he rents mm-hmm. out to travel nurses. So my question right. is. How does he, is it an easy process to get his condo put onto Nurses BNB so he can rent it on your website? Like, what is that process like?
2: Oh, that's a great question. So the process is quite easy. Once you go to the platform and you click, if he's on his phone, he will just go to that three little purple line on on the dashboard at the top right and just create an account. And it's like just step by step because when you go there, you'll see the option to create. First, you'll see the option to switch to Canada from the US. Mm-hmm. And if you're in Canada, you can do that. If you're in the US, you just stay on the US. If you are a homeowner, it would just click on homeowner and it would take you right into the basic information, take all this basic information. And the steps that goes right to um, connecting up everything and get him listed. Once he's listed, though, uh, what we do is that once he's listed, he has to wait for approval, which takes like twenty four to forty eight hours.
1: Yeah, I also know someone that um, here in Denver that <clears throat> has what is renting out like their basement. Uh, or like garden apartment too and she's been asking me um, where can I list it like do you have any resources blah blah blah. so I'll definitely send over the website to her and I know this other this other um, guy that I rented from in Boston like was asking me like last month like where where else can I like post my apartment and it was great because I lived there and I was like it was an awesome location so um, that I mean yeah I'm excited to share that with them and then On the flip side of that, I mean, it's it's the same thing for a traveler to just go on and then create a profile. Um, Yes. And you said it's only healthcare people. So do you have to, like, show proof of your healthcare status?
2: No. So we don't ask for you to show, like, proof, but we just mark it to healthcare professionals only. And if somebody who is not a healthcare professional goes to that platform and rents somewhere and does not declare that they are not a healthcare professional, they're at the risk of being evicted and there's nothing that we can do about it because we have that in our
1: terms and policies. Okay. Oh, see, yeah. yeah, that's helpful too. Yeah. it's great. I know yeah. people just, I mean, people are crazy, but <laughs> <doing> stuff, <laughs> But <laughs> it's,
0: it's great that it's just for... You know, it has its purpose. Yes. So hopefully, people respect that. But um, <laughs> you know, no. people I mean, always, always want to
2: run in on, on, on nursing stuff. You know that, right? It's not for nurses alone. It's for everybody in the healthcare field. Mm-hmm. Just to make yeah. that clear, because people always ask. Because it's nurses BNB, sure. they always ask. Yeah, if if um, you know, if they can book. But absolutely. It's for everybody in healthcare, medical students, everybody in healthcare.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And like yeah. so, so needed too. Yeah. Yes.
2: We don't do per night. That's the
1: first thing. Oh, that's good to know.
2: It's, it's 14 days or more.
1: Okay. Two weeks or more. Yeah, that and yeah. do you have, like, can people list just their rooms also? Or is it like an entire unit that they need to be listing?
2: They can list a room. What we do when they're listing a room is that they have the option to say what is private and what area is shared so that there's no ambiguity when
1: Mm -hmm. renters
2: are booking.
0: Awesome. What would you say has been your biggest challenge with um, creating this platform so far?
2: Oh, Lord. For me, the biggest challenge is, I would say, would have been the tech. Yeah. It's an all-round technology platform that just does everything tech and a big part of our, our challenge we were able to overcome when we, we got Google on board that gave us, um, some funding. And oh, that's awesome. helped us with the tech. And we also got another investor, which is a tech company that helped us with the tech. So the biggest part would have been the tech.
1: How was that experience? How was this year at TravCon for you? Like, did you get a lot of new users? Trafcon was,
2: was it was so exciting. Um, next year, when I'm going, I'll make sure to take some B12. Because, trust <laughs> yeah b12 shot or some sublingual you need something we yes. got a lot of sign up what we did was allow people to sign up on, on the platform as renters because what that does is that as soon as we aggregate a certain amount of listing in certain areas we can inform them because we know we you know we know their information so we can inform them and that went so well um I just wish we, we had like four people, but I wish we had more people, you know, to help out with um, talking to people as they came along. But it was great. We ran out of, we ran out of giveaways before the second day. Um, we had to be creative.
0: And I know I got so a water good.
2: bottle. <laughs> oh, you did? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love those water bottles so much. I think I'm, one of my biggest things at the conference was it just made me feel so proud to see how many like exhibitors were actually um nurses a few years ago and they have now gone into entrepreneurship full-time and i just feel proud of them and proud of myself you know because nurses talk about it but to do it is like
1: a big jump totally I know yeah. Hannah and I were talking at the conference. We're like, "What can we like? What can we create?" <laughs> like, yeah. I know we have this podcast, but it's not like—I don't know—we're not like entrepreneurs with it. Like, yeah. I don't know. We she just like do. doing it. It
2: can grow. You'd be surprised.
1: Yeah, yeah. The yeah. consistency—that's our hope. But <laughs> yeah. I know we're just—we were—we left so inspired at, by everyone and what they've created. So. Yeah, we are so impressed by you. Um and oh, are
0: thank you. are you
1: working as a nurse anymore or is this like full time? No.
2: This is full time. I've been full time since 2020. Was it 2020 or due my pregnancy, I became full time on this. Got it.
0: So I'm also curious about nursing in Jamaica. How long did you work there for versus how long in the U.S.? And what are some of the differences that you've seen? I
2: think it's a split between the two. It's like 7-7 seven, seven between the two. And uh, it's a whole different ballgame. <laughs> <Yeah. know. laughs> All right. So um, in Jamaica, I used to, first and foremost, we do not have, computers paper charting for charting we write our notes so our notes so if light if, if electricity should ever go away in the hospital over here we would know how to function <laughs> so now you do paper charting even in wow. i you do paper charting and i really i i love paper charting can you say that <laughs> out <so> loud <laughs> I love paper charting because we had this like bit b- long red and white sheet for ICU. And then you would have, um, you document hourly, system by system. So it's very hard to miss anything. You have your input and output column that you add up at the end of the day. To see if the patient, not the end of the day, the end of a shift, to see if the patient is overload or deficit. It was really cool. I loved it. <laughs> I That's like, oh, so
0: cool. funny. <laughs> you might be the only one.
2: <laughs> just kidding, just I don't know, but I really <laughs> loved it. And um, the hospitals, uh, it's more like over here. You know, everybody have their room. In Jamaica, it's more like a curtain partition.
0: Okay.
2: It's like one big hall with everybody in curtain. Like, say for example, med surge, med surge unit would be female med surge or male med surge would have the beds, and then you have the curtain, the screen that goes around. But here, you have them in different rooms, and um, yeah, that's it. The patient load is still the same. <laughs> okay, you know there's it th- those those are the commonalities you cannot escape that the patient load is just you know out of this world um what else? the biggest one is the charting, you know, yeah <laughs> I love that um the patients I would say the patients are the same the, oh Let me tell you what what I love. I love that. Let me tell you what I love about the U.S. That you're able to get back lab results so fast. Mm. That's what I love about the U.S.
0: How long does it take in Jamaica?
2: Don't ask me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too long.
2: (laughs) For, For some things, it might come back quickly, but... For other things that I think should come back quickly, it does not. But I see it take like a couple hours here. And I love that because it helps you to give better care when you can know what is happening from a lab perspective.
1: Absolutely. Um, the
2: other thing with ICU in Jamaica is that we don't have respiratory therapists. The oh. nurses are the respiratory therapists. We know the ventilator. We troubleshoot the ventilator. We we set FIO2 based. So we change mode based on ABG results and all of those stuff. So, and yeah, the doctors do it too. But if you're working and the doctor is not there, you change it and you call the doctor and say, ABG came up, it was this and this, I did this and this, but I say, okay, done. Wow.
0: Now. Sounds so- like a lot of autonomy
2: yeah, you yeah. don't have um respiratory therapies. The other thing is that they don't use closed suction in ICU on the ventilators. Mm-hmm. I think that was like hilarious and so dangerous. You know, yeah. when I came here and I saw it, I was like, thank God.
1: <laughs> I but know of
2: some. suction, huh?
1: I was going say, I know of some. Uh... A hospital immediately comes to mind in the U.S. that doesn't use it in the NICU. Oh, close
2: sectional? Section. Oh, my. Yeah, they don't use it in Jamaica. I didn't like it at all, especially when you have like H1N1 and those patients. Um,
1: yeah, oh, other my thing God. The
2: that I like about Jamaica is that you can wear a mask for any situation. In the U.S., you are not allowed to wear masks, no matter the scent, no matter if you are dying. But COVID changed that. <laughs> yeah,
1: very true. Yeah. <clears throat> that is true yeah, because I, I feel nice. like when you <laughs> it's nice when you would wear a mask before, like people would be like, "Oh my god, why are you here? I'm like, why do you? Mean, like, mask. Are you sick? Yeah, yeah, like." Yeah. So I remember yeah. like one night I had terrible allergies, which like is pretty common for me. This was before mm-hmm. COVID and I was like sneezing and like, mm-hmm. and then, but if I put a mask on, people would be like, oh my God, you're sick. You need to go home. And I'm like, no, I literally just like have like <laughs> environmental <laughs> allergies right now. But I remember it's just weird. It's an awkward thing. Yes.
2: But we, we, you wear your mask. Nobody, nobody cares. Once you're doing your job, you put on your mask and you go do what you're doing. Then you take it off. The other thing I like is that you're able to wear scrubs there. This is what I like about the U.S. In Jamaica, they give you like 15 yards of white material that you have to use and make uniform and you wear it and you wear a white hat.
1: Oh, my gosh. So you it's have like to make
0: your own.
2: Yeah, you get you go to the seamstress. You look in some books and you get some nice styles. And you tell them to make a pantsuit, a white pantsuit, or a skirt suit, and that's what you wear. You're not allowed to wear gloves.
1: Oh my gosh, and, and a the hat. hat too. Oh wow!
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're adorable. Wait, 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 we're not
2: at the funny part yet. Then the hat would fall off in the urine. oh
1: oh no
0: no. that is not like uh, (laughs) no no that's so
2: it's all true trust me (laughs) anybody from jamaica listening to this they're gonna be like dying with laughter because it is so true oh my gosh that's
0: just not
2: practical like, it's not it's yeah. not practical and sometimes you have to stick the, the hat right here and you have one big bobby pin right mm-hmm. here one big one and then you wear it like that for a long time and then all of the hair right here on your head is gone
0: yeah oh god, oh, god true. <laughs> wow
2: it's, oh it's my all god true. You know, different culture. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. we think you're very cool and
0: brave Aww, and amazing. like Everything that you've accomplished and um, mm-hmm. continue to accomplish. And it's so exciting that, you. Um, you know, Nurses BNB is taking off. And yes. I'm so excited to use it and share yeah. it with our um, listeners. So awesome.
2: Yes, I appreciate that so much. I um I just want the nursing community to know because I know that they're looking for better. So yep. better is here,
1: you know. Absolutely. Yeah, yay. Yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah. So, how um can anyone find you? Find, I mean, is nurses BNB or it's obviously nursesbnb.com question. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is?
2: Nursesbnb.com. I I must be honest. I try to keep up my personal IG, but it just doesn't work. It's hard. <laughs> so it's the IG Nurses BMB, um, Facebook Nurses BMB, Twitter Nurses BMB, LinkedIn Nurses BMB. Or they can search for Keisha Manning on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn.
1: Awesome.
2: Uh, yeah. So I think that's the only place they can find me. And Facebook nurses BNB. I have a Facebook page, but you know, LinkedIn is better.
0: Yeah, so. yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, perfect. So,
2: Everybody, um, go follow
1: Keisha. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: Please go,
1: go make a profile on Nurse BNB. See if that she has any housing in the area you're looking for. Um, yeah, this no, is amazing. Um, I like chatting with you learning all about this um we're stoked to promote it for you and thank you so much for coming on awesome
2: all right, thank you guys appreciate you so much, so much.
1: appreciate thank you, so you. Much.
0: we love chatting with
2: you all right we <laughs> have a happy sunday thanks, thank
1: thanks you. Too. you too bye guys bye-bye i feel like we got some good stuff in there maybe This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at Drunk or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com.